0: Down
1: on quitters never give up. It's a friendly reminder that if she puts her hair into a ponytail while maintaining perfect eye contact with you, then one of two things is about to happen. And if you aren't absolutely sure which one it is, run.
2: What's up, party people? It's episode seventy of Quitters Never Give Up. We're all here. We got uh, Lindsay in her car. We got listener Edwin, and we got Jennifer Sunshine. Say what's up, everybody.
3: Hello, hey, party people.
4: Howdy.
2: All right. Shall we do messages?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know which one to play first.
6: Hi, how are you? I live in a double-wide mobile home. I already told you once. before. I live in a double-wide mobile home. I will rip your fucking face off and shove it down your throat. I'll see you in jail for harassment. I'm going to see you in jail. I'm going to report you. My nephew is a deputy sheriff. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck do you think this is? Who the fuck is this? You're being recorded.
2: So that was a pretty weird message. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up how...
4: Respect, Christopher, respect.
2: I just wanted to bring up how we got the fooled by both podcasts. Or at least I did. And apparently drew knew what it was yeah so what's the
4: story and go ahead and tell everybody the story yeah
3: what's the story
2: we have no story uh drew just said it's a soundboard thing and i can't find it anywhere i had never heard it before
3: well the
4: thing is they played that on cup of tea and on janky town as if it was a call to them yes So yeah and drew said he had heard it before and it's an old call from who knows what
2: he said it was a soundboard i don't know what that is
3: Oh. Uh, there's a, a website called Soundboard Guide, the best meme sounds and prank soundboard. Maybe it's from that. Uh, that sounds okay. right. There's a so lot. Drew of stuff was saying
5: there. that that's like an old, that's old news, basically. That message has been played.
2: Yeah. But he says it sounds like they were, um, that someone sent it in as it was a call
4: uh, oh, because they could have
2: done better with the timing and sold it better. But mm. the acting with Kevin and Bean, I don't know.
4: It is funny how these things can come around again. Like, I think Kevin and Beam were late to a couple of things, and they're like, it was new to them, and other people are like, oh, that's been around for years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's just how the internet works.
4: It is. Still funny, though.
2: (laughs) Very funny. All right, shall we do the week that was?
0: Sure.
4: Yes.
7: Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time.
0: Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) it's a new day oh, you can't, you can't.
7: our feature oh, day.
4: yes people the week that was June 20 to 24 Kevin and Beam were on vacation so they kind of uh, screwed me over there so I didn't know what to do with myself this week uh, Jen what would you do if you had a clip Here we go. No, you would say it needs no introduction.
3: Oh, oh, there we go. Hi, it's
4: Lisa. You know how they say that you never appreciate something until it's gone?
2: Well, I'm doing my best to make sure that that is not the case with my mom. I realize that we're all getting
3: older. One of these days, she's not going to be here. So I really do try to spend as much time with her as I can. But sometimes it's hard. Everyone has their own lives. That's why Mother's Day is so great,
2: because it kind of forces you to stop and take some time and show your mom how much you really care. Hey Lisa,
8: tell us more
9: about your dead mom. <laughs> no, she's not dead. That's the point. <laughs> And flowers <clears throat> from. <clears throat> Why don't you just leave the room? I don't
4: need your help. That was one of my favorite Lisa clips. <laughs> Kevin being a dick as usual. <laughs> and let's uh, end this thing. This is one of my orphan clips about Lisa. It never got played, but I loved it.
6: I'd do anything for Lisa. <laughs>
4: that's an old Simpsons clip. And that's it for the week that was. Back to you, Steve. All right.
2: That was the week that wasn't? The week that wasn't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: cartoon oh. catch up
4: i almost brought in some mark and Brian clips what is this fucking ponderous man
2: so shall we do the flashback with no introduction
3: heck yeah yeah yeah
7: allegory allegory what do you analogy, call yeah. analogy. Yeah, yeah not an, an encouraging analogy oh that makes me sad oh it makes my eyes explode into my brain it's making <laughs> my belly hurt <laughs> <laughs> And lastly i don't know if you taught um taught what's wrong with me it's friday after you want drink
1: It's been a long week. It has. Too much Australian beer.
7: I don't know if you've caught it over there on TMZ.com, our favorite entertainment news website, but they've got a very funny video up of Jennifer Lopez Mm -hmm. at LAX being frisked to death by the TSA men and women there at security. Really? Really? Do they think Jennifer Lopez is is causing... Do you think Jennifer Lopez is posing a big threat as she gets on a flight to wherever she's going? Is she the real danger? But come on, everyone. Lisa. All right, so you stop her. There's a problem, right? She's going through metal detector. You're having some kind of issue. You pull her aside. You wander or whatever. Right. And you send her on her way. Right. You don't. There's a. There's three women there, and they all strap on the the latex gloves, right. and they're checking her armpits and her sleeves, it's and, her, and her crotchal region yeah. and everything going on. You just you just don't need to do.
1: Clearly, that. they just want to get their hands on JLo. I mean, that's all it's about. Right? It's a they story to they her. get
7: to take home to to their friends at happy hour after the shift is over. Guess who I manhandled today?
1: Right. Right. Now this is at LAX. You're saying right? that's what I'm saying, which has hundreds of thousands of passengers every week that goes so through. So you that won't place. even let me
7: f- do the setups anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you have to play the punchline and do the f- setup for the J Lo <laughs> <J-O laughs> bits. You now you need try. to have it all. You can't no, say I that. No, I was trying to. Now you need that to that set direction. it up on your own and play the punchline. You need to do both parts <laughs> no, of the joke. that's not why, at all. That's where your world is. That's how you live. <laughs> that's not what I'm trying that's to do. It. That's what at all. you're all about. That's you. You can't let me get into my own goddamn mother <laughs> joke without coming Ow. in and stepping all over it, and having to just take the lion's share and just start on your own. That's, you. You, that's you. That's you. That's who you about are. about Jennifer Lopez That's who Rome? you see in the mirror when you get up in the morning. That's you.
2: Maybe we could just skip it.
7: Consider it scupped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that hurts.
1: I was looking forward to it, too.
7: I could tell you were. You, so much so that you just, you, yeah. by jumping all yeah. over oh the setup God. and just just kicking me to the curb. You can't but usually, talk like that. Usually <laughs> I say, wow,
1: aren't there a lot of people going through LAX? And you go, well, yes, Bede. And then you go on and talk about how No, it's no, so you didn't say that, though. You so didn't
7: say, aren't there a lot of people going through LAX? And here's the LAX where hundreds and thousands of people go through the terminals. every. You yeah. went full on into the setup. Do you Full believe
1: <laughs> that there was somehow room for them to still her and frisk her, even though there were obviously thousands of other Don't passengers? Don't do it. Too late. Don't do it. Too late. Wow. This hurts. This is going to put me in a sour mood all weekend long about this. This is a terrible way to end the week, you well, guys. Well,
8: whose fault is that?
1: Word. <laughs> I was just trying to help. That's all.
3: <laughs> so there isn't maybe always room for J-Lo. <laughs> Not that time.
5: <laughs> you have to play the song backwards or something like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right i've got a lot of uh ralph today but it's all good stuff
2: well cool, because there wasn't any ralph report this week
3: i know right so a, a little ode to ralph
7: i'm ralph garman i walk the showbiz beat
1: i'm a little bit surprised that uh, we haven't heard any kind of an announcement lisa that michael yes. jackson has started canceling these 50 dates in the uk but so far he's still scheduled to play at the o2 arena Oh, give I, him time. It just seemed <laughs> to me like he was perhaps taking on uh, more than he was going to be able to survive. But uh, so far, the concerts are happening, but that doesn't mean that there's not still controversy. Let's go to the phone now. We've got our old friend Michael Jackson joining us, talking about two big stories that are very much in the news today that we need to get his comment on. Hey, Mike.
3: Hello! Oh,
1: <laughs> what, uh, what are you up to? Where are you? I hear a bunch of kids in the background. Yeah,
6: what's that about? I'm at Kids R Us.
1: Oh Michael. <laughs> are you shopping for uh, for the kids for your for your children? Are you looking for presents uh, no, or what's I'm, going on?
6: I'm a kid. Ar- that's what I call an orphanage.
1: I'm oh, shopping, what are you... I'm
6: shopping for a child. Hmm. Um, we well, are. Don't you already have three
1: young ones at
6: home? Yes, I have Prince Michael one, Prince Michael two, and Paris.
1: Mm-hmm. And
6: and now I'm looking for another child. To to
1: no, n- no, no, no,
6: no. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The uh, Sunday Express newspaper says his life is his children. Wherever he goes, they go. And he says it would be good to have another child. Contact has been made with an adoption agency in Britain which has a very good reputation, end quote.
6: Yes, they have a very good reputation and so do I. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I have a great reputation for children. I'm known to love children. No one loves children more than I do. I know Nothing. that you,
1: right, yes. I, you're a big fan of the kids. I know that you were acquitted, but a lot of adoption agencies are really going to have an issue with giving you another kid based on the charges that were brought against you. Well,
6: here's the thing I'm getting bored of the other three. They're, <laughs> they're so boring. All the time, they're growing up and becoming like people, uh-huh. and that's uh-huh. just not fun. And first of all, they're too big for me to dangle over the side of a balcony. (laughs) Can't even lift them anymore. That's half the fun of a child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it just seems like a working father, you know, without a without a mom around, with three young children, would keep you pretty busy. Like, how would you?
6: Yeah, with all these concerts ahead of you as well. I'm so excited about the shows at the O2 in London.
1: And this is it,
6: by the way. This is it. This is it. This is is all the shows I'm doing. This This is it. This is it. Hmm. But. It'll be great for them because if I get another child, then they can work security for me. Well, I'll if you give them you get a- yellow windbreakers, <laughs> around me. I don't know that that's gonna that's gonna be
1: effective though as security.
6: Really, if you saw a toddler standing in your way before you <laughs> go backstage, you wouldn't knock that child over. You'd say, "Okay, I just won't go backstage."
1: What about this uh, new controversy, Michael, that's all over the newspapers today about, uh, I guess, some of the plans are leaking out on, how, on what you want to do on stage at your O2 shows? And PETA is very much up in arms that you're talking about making your entrance on an elephant.
6: Yes. Wouldn't that be great to, to ride into the venue on an elephant?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think what they're saying is maybe it's not any fun for the elephants, and they've been trying. A lot of people have been trying very hard to kind of get animals out of that sort of work because of the crowds and the lights, and it's disorienting. And and, and they then just, you have to uh,
6: travel around
3: with them. That would yeah. be difficult.
6: I, well, I I would I'd love to have an elephant. You know, I love animals, and I always teach them. Mm-hmm. I had Neverland Ranch. I always had el- animals around. Right. Right. And I asked the elephant if it would be okay, and he said yes. You can you... talk to the animals. Well, actually, he said. <laughs> but I took that as a yes. So the, uh, suck it, Peter. The,
1: the plan is to ride out on an African elephant with panthers led on gold chains in the <laughs> of parrots and other birds flying behind you as you enter the stage.
6: Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> well, a and as we all know, elephants and panthers are natural <laughs> friends. <laughs>
9: sound like you're kind of waiting for a sick Roy accident to happen no, right there on stage.
6: They're famous. They get along famously. So I think that'd be a good idea. Maybe I well, could ride in on a baby. Maybe I oh, could adopt wow. a new baby and just ride in on that. Oh. And that way Peter would shut the F up.
1: Well, there's nothing better than having lots of small children around uh, stampeding elephants and panthers. That's for sure.
6: I'd like to get several small children just carrying me on their backs
1: <laughs> into, the,
6: into the arena. Just go. Crawl Oh, you're like a dozen babies who are crawling. I just lay on them. <laughs> it would be like, just like tiny ants moving a giant piece of bread.
1: I think, I think I may need to see this show after all.
3: I love when Ralph gets everybody else laughing so hard they can't talk. <laughs> and his, his studio assistant, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> all And now we have drunk Ralph.
9: I'm hoping you do. First of all, well, second of everyone else is hoping for. I them. do Come have on. a piece of tape here named Ralph Drunk. Oh, would you mind if I gave a, a few
7: highlights of that? I'd love to all know right. what it is. Kim, f*** <laughs> <laughs> him up! Ha ha ha! That's f***ing funny. People want Kim. I'm min- gonna f*** min- him up. <laughs> 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 Do you remember, any, do remember, this, remember, do you remember any of this, Kevin? <laughs> <All> of <it. laughs> do you remember any of this, Kevin? Do you even show up for the show? Do you know what it's it. like to get in your car and drive to the station? Does any of this of sound familiar it. to you at all? I remember all of it, but I'm just saying just in the interview... Take the, just take tomorrow off and the rest of the weekend. In the but interview, interview you, you say to him, and you and say, you're fat, your ass with no follow some up. water and just sh- your ass out. (laughs) You know what I really miss is is like writing all the material that I do myself and then voicing it with myself and working like I'm the boy of the f***ing plastic bubble (laughs) with the guy who has no interaction with anyone else ever. If I wanted to be by myself, I would just paint or sculpt. I need human contact. Someone help me.
1: Don't we give you human contact every day?
7: You live on an island! (laughs) (laughs) How
1: much contact are you giving? Ralph, I'm here.
7: Oh, you're barely here.
1: <laughs> when I do come down there to spend time with you, the you first really thing do you want me back on the fucking ferry. Show up, I got a s- f-
7: Woody. You're like the and you like Get dead, back on the ferry is you what you
1: say. I've offered to be Ralph's friend, but he won't have me. <laughs>
9: <laughs> wow. Can you imagine why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was, uh, that was at the end of one of our St.
7: Patrick's Day broadcasts, yes, I believe.
9: <laughs> that was a very small percentage of the day, though. When Ralph goes off, he goes off. Yeah. So I hope you're that way when, tend to rant. when Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel come in. Yeah. I think that would be good.
3: <laughs> Drunk Ralph's awesome. And if I know there was no Ralph report this week, but when he's drinking, when the four star and they're doing the live four star, it's the best.
4: <laughs> that was not on air, right? That stuff they brought from behind the scenes.
3: It was St. Patrick's Day. They were just in studio. They weren't doing a remote. And so I think Kevin edited, or maybe Omar edited together a bunch of drunk Ralph from the previous shows that might have been out remotes and stuff.
4: <laughs> That's good stuff.
3: <laughs> and those are the clips that didn't need an introduction. Yay. Awesome. Yay.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's do the podcast roundup. Okay. So yes,
1: anal, no anal right now. Work oh, we our way up to it. Yeah, That's so- into okay. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Ouch. 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 Oh, oh, You're it and when
8: you want her to promote your podcast. We
7: got it.
1: Oh.
7: Oh. Say hello to what happy goodbye James to James the blue Janky podcast.
9: Brando. Now I'm not positive if this is too hard, but I would like to, and God rest his soul, and I forgot his name.
2: All right, let's start off the podcast roundup with uh, Janky Town and Father's Day gifts.
1: So how old is Evie now? Six. He's six. So that's at least four years of Father's Day presents, right? Or at least three. Three years of Father's Day presents, correct? Yeah. Yeah. How shitty are those presents? Because what, what's a two-year-old, what's a three-year-old going to get you that could be worth of any value? Uh, arts and Crafts soap
9: dish That she made in her class Now do you it's still funny. have Do you still have said Arts and Crafts soap dish That she made in her class Somewhere Somewhere at the bottom Of a pile somewhere <laughs> Now Do
1: you ever just keep it And go Oh look at this This is great Cause I know as a kid Dude we gave our, our parents Shitty stuff Dude and I feel bad Like yeah. there was nothing good And the fact that they keep it Like So do you, are you keeping it Or are you just being like Oh thanks And then like Alright it's gone Purge
4: no, I keep it
9: I keep it. I just put it somewhere at the bottom of something. Uh, But no, I keep it.
2: So Dave's giving beer mug shit about his kid making him Father's Day gifts. All I gotta say to Dave is, what did your dog get you? What about your cat? Just piss on the rug? Blood? right, Mm, There you go. So what are Uh, some of
3: the gifts you got, Christopher?
2: um, I got... uh, I don't ask for much. I just got a a couple of shirts and stuff. Uh, They normally make me a bunch of really cool things. Uh, But, yeah, the arts and crafts stuff are really great. I I don't know. I have a bunch of them in my office. Nice. And and some of them up here. Um, What was my next segment? Oh, Beer Mug then also shows you the joys of having pets. That's crazy. You know,
9: it's funny. I have the equivalent of uh, 30 kids walking in uh, to a movie theater right now. Um, My daughter just walked into the room, (laughs) and uh, she wanted to let me know that the dog is eating her poop. So I got to go try... (laughs) Stand by. Dave, you could fix this in post, but uh, play a little uh, We'll Be Back music because I have to go stop the dog from eating poop. Hold on.
2: See, there you go. Kids, they give you gifts, arts and crafts, dogs, they eat poop. They are, Dave. (laughs) All right, uh, on to Frank Murphy. Uh, Frank and friends, uh, Frank was giving out pool cleaning tips. Let's see if uh, Edwin agrees with these.
1: I got a stain on one of my shirts, one of my uh, T-shirts. I got a chlorine blotch because I was pouring the liquid chlorine in and it's splashing up and getting on my clothes.
8: And you're supposed to be wearing like gloves or...
1: So I figured out a new plan. I just get in the pool.
5: Perfect. You're not supposed to be in the pool for like, what, is it like 12 hours, oh, no, no. I just, I, hours I just get after in the, pool. the, the I just, chlorine? I just
1: get in the pool, and you know? I open the, the gallon underwater, and then none of it spills. And you can see it. It's kind of, it looks yellowy, really, when it first comes sure. out. And uh, and then I, I walk along where the, the shallow end, uh-huh. you know, where the, yeah. the algae is. Or if it's the deep end, I kind of maybe, you know, I'll swim over there and have a little bit of this. Oh, Frank. And that's uh, it's the last thing I do. And then I get out.
8: And do you wash yourself with Dawn?
2: So, Edwin, uh, does that
1: work?
4: That's not a great idea. <laughs> Just be more careful when you pour. It's a lot easier, Frank. What is, what's
2: What's going to happen with him pouring chlorine while he's in the pool?
4: Well, nothing really, but it's going to be closer to you. I and mean, it's going to be right next to you if you're pouring it, if you're holding it right next to you.
2: Yeah, it doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't sound right. But, um, Yeah. There you go. Tips from Frank Murphy. Over at Kevin and Sluggo, they were talking about Tom Hanks.
9: Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Have you ever seen him lose it? It's only when he laughed when the bathtub fell through the floor in Money Pit. Right, but that's while he was acting. Yes. I'm talking in, in real, real life, life. Like any doesn't video of him. he seem like the guy, the nicest person in the world? Yes. And the guy that would never break. Even when Tom Hanks gets angry, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> Tom can do no wrong. So Tom's walking out of a restaurant uh-huh. with Rita Wilson, his yeah. wife, and there are a bunch of people there, autograph seekers and sure. stuff like that, that mm-hmm. sort of were crowding them. Mm. And one of them tripped Rita Wilson a little bit. Then he went all, uh, what's his face on him? Listen. Hey,
0: what are you doing? Back the fuck off. What are y'all doing? Woo! Back the F off.
1: That is weird to hear. Come From out Tom, of
6: Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. He did the
9: right thing. Yes. I Even said, yeah. when he gets mad. It's yeah. the best human alive. Yeah.
4: Tom! 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 I'm thinking if you got yelled at by Tom Hanks, that's kind of a badge of honor. Yeah. Not too many people can say that. Is that
3: a badge you're, of honor? Well, you're that, that big of an of
5: asshole, of basically.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is that a badge of honor or I'm the worst human ever?
4: <laughs> okay, yeah, it's more than I'm saying it's rare. It's bad, but it's rare.
2: Yeah. I don't know would you make a t-shirt i think i'd make a t-shirt but, uh, we find out on great news kevin's still going through puberty
9: hi and welcome to <clears throat> take
2: that again <laughs> hi and welcome
9: to great news i don't know why my voice does that. i might cha- i may go through a body change here in a few minutes
2: okay. welcome to great news so kevin with his classic starts i uh, just love that this is a great news it's just worth it for kevin's uh starts kevin did share a sentimental story about his dad i have a story somewhat like that
9: about my dad that i've never told him he was um on his deathbed and he they expected him to pass any time and he had been out in a coma for i don't know three weeks or oh something like that and he looked pretty bad so we didn't want the kids to come in and see him that way so we sort of tried to dress him up and make him look good so the kids could just come in and say hi and when the kids walked into the room he woke up Oh my god and he smiled and he shook all their hands and they left and then shortly thereafter he passed away that is what it was one of the most miraculous things i've ever seen
0: that's remarkable yeah wow thank you for telling that story that's unbelievable
1: and it's yeah. the, it start honestly it's stories like that where i go i i always kind of uh rolled my eyes at like the more you know, hippie supernatural energy of the universe type stuff. But it's stories like that where you go, you know what there? I don't know what it is. But there's something out there that we can't see feel touch that just that that is well, kind of binding us.
9: I can tell you that my dad was very religious and believed in God. And I 100% believe. And even even with that, yeah. how did he with did he nudge him awake? Like what?
1: How does From that purely, work? From a purely objective scientific standpoint, that's that's almost impossible. I mean, yeah, it's like practically impossible. You know, so that's yeah, it was uh, it was really
9: amazing.
0: See, when you come out of those up tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions, and then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week.
2: All right, so that was a really touching story by Kevin, and so I had to just break it up with the Casey Kasem. I wonder if you ever Obviously. got those pictures.
4: <laughs> the voice of Alexander Cabot Third from Josie and the Pussycats, by the way. Oh, dear Lord.
5: I honestly, whenever I see that name, I think of the Law and Order lady, Alex Cabot. And I wonder if that is like the same. It's an homage. One is modeled after the other. I really don't like.
2: Is yeah. Alex okay? So is Alex Cabot the name of the actress or the character on Law and Order?
5: The character. Okay. I need to uh, do some research. It's driving me insane.
2: Maybe Dick Wolf's like Ed- Edwin and just watching a bunch of Josie and the Pussycats.
5: Hopefully, that's what it is. <laughs> I think Dick Wolf is woken up. I don't know though. I'm 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 gonna do some research.
2: Is, is there anybody named Melody on Law and Order?
5: There, I mean, Law and Order has had like eight thousand seasons. I'm sure there are multiple. You know, out the actress who played Alex Cabot started on Law and Order as a prostitute, and then was like a prosecutor, <laughs> <A>
4: prostitute.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she just played who two a different prostitute. characters.
0: Prostitutor. Well, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous.
2: Uh we gotta ask Dick Wolf. We gotta have Dick Dick Wolf on the show. If we'll
5: do totally. it. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
2: All right, uh let's go over to Capatina chat. A lot of times people wonder why Allie's so protective of her private information. Uh let's hear this story.
1: Into selling your farts in a jar. Although you saw how much money yeah. that one lady was making, are you going to be able yeah. to get in on this selling your toenails?
8: This is coming from a woman who a man made her a portrait from his toenail clippings. Um, sent it to the station. It wasn't great. It was concerning, and we had to put a little block on this guy. You know, wait, not great. Wait,
1: wait. Somebody yeah. did that to you. Somebody, yeah, created artwork yeah. of yeah. Ali McKay's face that he yeah. made out of his own toenails
8: toenails and lint. Yeah.
1: And presented that to you as a gift.
8: Yeah. How are you single? How did you not snatch this guy? Thank up? you. Thank you. I now I think back and I'm like, was he the one? <laughs> I mean, it, he keeps he keeps a a, a nice fresh toe, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. He makes sure that he's he's
1: well coiffed. Yes. Coiffed, is that the word? I, I usually hear about coiffing no. just for hair, not so much for toenails, uh, but I'll okay. I'll allow Interesting. it. You just got to give it up to her for
2: being able to joke after that kind of crazy shit. That's just nuts to me. I think I would quit. I'd quit wherever I was and move away.
4: I bet that happens a lot for news people. Because you're on every day. You're kind of part of people's lives. So the crazies kind of think they know you. That that is scary, though. Very scary. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. All right. uh, More creepy.
1: Uh, Let's go to Pickleball at the nudist colony. Pickleball just hap- happens to be hot everywhere, so why wouldn't it be yeah. hot with nudos? In a million years, would you ever go to a nudist colony, nudist beach, any kind of a nude event? Why not? Seriously, though.
8: Why not, Bean? This is America.
1: <laughs> I know that it is. I'm curious if you're, if you've thought about it, and that's a sincere answer. Would you go to a nude event?
8: I haven't thought about it, but also I think in my younger days when I had the bod to be like, yeah, I'll show this off, I never would have. But now I think who cares? We're all we're all human. Everybody's got you know
1: Jiggly bits, yeah.
8: I wouldn't be surprised jiggly bits.
1: with our teabaggers who seem to be into mm-hmm. lots of different things. I wouldn't be surprised if we have some nudists in there. And I bet Oh, I think we do. I think the last time we talked about it, people were like oh. get off of it, you
2: two so this was a request from Edwin.
4: Why, Edwin? I, you cut off the big, the funny part at the beginning where Bingo's Pickleball and Allie told the story about her boyfriend. Do you have that part?
2: No. Oh. Well, I told you I had this part. And you said, oh, that's
4: fine. That the, I'm sorry. It was a good joke. Okay. Anybody Allie been said to- her boyfriend used to say pick a ball, and that's what cracked her up. <laughs> <laughs> she said that was a game they used to play, so I wanted to hear more about that.
2: Oh oh, let'll see if I could find that then play it next week. um, anybody ever been to a nudist colony? I had a gig at a nudist colony. Well, Diana had a gig, and we both went, and we found out it was a nudist colony, and everybody's just out there full on swinging in the wind, dancing to top forties. interesting time
4: wait, so you <laughs> didn't know it was a nudist colony till you got there. This is great
2: yeah we i um she used to play with this band and this band played there a lot or at least once a year and they didn't tell her until i think we were going there we were driving over and we're like uh i guess we'll still go we didn't have to take off our clothes or anything so we were like all right it'll just be like a regular gig and then we just weren't we were told it was a nudist colony but we just weren't expecting it you just never really expected and until you're until it happens and it's it's quite weird, quite surreal yeah and, and mm-hmm. you're just sitting there trying to look up trying to look away
3: right. <laughs> trying not
2: to, and they don't care they're just dancing to you know celebration and just flapping in the wind just going everywhere every part mm-hmm. that you could think of. clothes were a great invention.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you want to keep describing this, Christopher? Uh,
2: well no, let us <laughs> get it.
5: Is there let's more tur- detail you could possibly provide about this?
2: Well, there was one time where they played Ladies' Night and all the women never no, fine. Um <laughs> let's go
1: creepier. Uh, let's go creepier uh, to Bean's Twilight Wish. We always talk about the make a wish, right? The organization mm-hmm. that fulfills the dreams for the kids that are sick, right? Did you know that there is an equivalent organization for old people called Twilight Wish? Have you ever heard of this? No. How great is that? Is
8: it just that they're wishing for sweet, sweet death? (laughs) Is that what the wish is? I don't
1: know, but I need to find out if it's in the UK because I'm putting in my request for a sex robot now. I have no idea how long it'll take to
2: get made. Beans Twilight Wish, a sex robot. (laughs) They're making strides, so he might not have to wait until he's 100. Get one sooner,
3: he should have wished for the jetpack. He could have a been...
4: jetpack to go see the sex robot.
3: There you go, <laughs> a
2: robot, a sex robot with a jetpack. Yeah, oh, there good. Good. exactly. All right, and hey, before uh, you... we go
4: off from that, do do any of us have Twilight wishes? I mean, mine's obvious to you know, marry Lisa May. I could marry her and then die. But uh, what about uh, you guys? No, <laughs>
3: okay. Um, I think I would. Uh, If you ever watch Jack Hanna's TV show with the animals, there's like a lady that has an island and she just rescues tons and tons of dogs. I would love that.
2: You'd just love to be the dog rescuer.
3: Yeah. And they just run amok and they all get fed and she, there's hundreds of them and she knows all their names and everything. So yeah, I mean, dog Island or what's that one. Um, There's a cat Island that you can go to. I think it's in Japan. And I want to say there was one like in the Caribbean somewhere that had all those pigs, That'd be awesome!
4: <laughs> wow, this took a turn. So they run out of
2: food and eat you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of being being creepy, let's go even creepier.
1: I mean, do I have to play the clip to share mm-hmm. once again how yeah. I feel about John yeah. Hamm? We have on a director from a new documentary about the NFL. You got John Hamm back as your uh, narrator again this year. It, it, you got to work with him for a while. He's pretty dreamy, right? <laughs>
8: Oh, you're the worst.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be honest, Keith. Let's just be men here. I mean, he is f-ing amazing, effing amazing, right?
8: <laughs> did you just
1: cuss, me I did. I've serious? never done that before. just made you cuss. <laughs> I've never sworn on the ear before. I'm sorry, Keith. That was such a moment, wasn't
8: it? Believable. <laughs> I think Chip and I were in shock because we're like, "There's no way after." 30 years at this station, let alone a decade more or so of broadcasting, that that would be what sent you over the the F train. Understandable. uh,
1: No, I know because the minimum requirement to be on the radio in America is to not lose the license by doing something illegal on the air. Of course, I knew with every fiber of my being that you can't use that word on the air. I knew that, but I was just overcome by how attractive John Hamm is. I'm sorry. Sorry, (gasps) not sorry.
2: All right, so you know what we do on the roundup. When they mention something from Kevin and Bean, we go into the archive, shout out to Stockdale, and uh, we go dig up the original clip. So this originally aired in uh, June twenty seventh, 2017. It was Keith Cosgrove, the showrunner for All or Nothing from Amazon, and they were doing uh, the first season of the L.A. Rams in L.A. The interview is pretty bland, and I'm not going to play that because... uh, nobody here really cares about sports this isn't a sports podcast so it's a lot of sports talk and that's really the only funny moment that happens uh and they can actually cut it out they cut out his cursing and uh, so the funniest part is it comes later when they break it down later on in that
1: show with ralph all right let's just rip the band-aid off let's just get it over with hit it Steve. and now a moment with Bean, you, you got John Hamm back as your uh, narrator again this year. He's pretty dreamy, right? <laughs>
8: oh, you're the worst.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, let's be I let's like, be honest, Keith. Let's just be men here. I mean, he is f-ing amazing, effing uh, amazing, right? <laughs> did you just
8: cuss, Bean? I did. Are I'm never serious. John no, <laughs> Hamm just made you cuss.
1: <laughs> that was a moment with Bean.
8: What Bean?
1: I I have no explanation. I have no defense. You're the
8: one person I shouldn't have to worry about.
1: (laughs) You've never cursed on the air. Ever. Well, in 40 years, I've never cursed on the air until just now. Yeah.
8: Unbelievable. Because John
1: Hamm
7: gives you... Would
1: yeah, <laughs> well, it gives me, I guess we I've got him feelings, but look, it was com- <laughs> it wasn't like I thought about it and then decided not to and then slipped up. I mean, it came out of nowhere. It was yeah, not came even from in my your loins mm-hmm. is where it came <laughs> from. Not even in my,
8: it wasn't even in my, in my radar at all. No one was more shocked than Bean, which delighted
1: pants. me. <laughs> I was stunned. I was stunned. I know, Ralph. You you drop that word three or four times a week on purpose, though. On purpose, yeah. right. I
0: just unleash
1: it.
5: Mm. Have it's you never ever
1: accidentally slipped out? Seriously, it's never accidentally slipped out in all the years you've been on the air. Not that I can think of. When wow. I when I use it, I use it with purpose. Yeah, and that's a surprise coming from you because, you know, you do the Babylon where you can freely use that word. And yes, I can see and in my th-
7: own life I freely use that word. Right. Mm-hmm. So
1: I can see how there would be some confusion there, but you're more professional than I am, apparently.
7: Well, look, uh, the the lust for John Hamm, I think, is uncontrollable. Yeah. I think that's the problem.
1: I don't even think – I mean, I was kind of kidding. I mean, he's pretty dreamy, but I was just kind of making a joke to say goodbye to our guest at the interview. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that I was caught up in, in that as much as I was just trying to be funny, and for some reason, I just uh, did not self-edit. So oh, You can't – you have to work blue, I guess. That's what
7: we've learned about <laughs> you. You're just one of those comedians. <laughs> right.
1: Just I have apologize.
7: to
6: start doing things that just
7: make us look like we've got our act together here, because yeah. we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. Yeah, no, you're, you're I right, agree sir. With that guy. Can we hear right. one more time, Chip, Chip? Can you?
1: And now a moment with Bean. You, you got John Hamm back as your uh, narrator again this year. He's pretty dreamy, right?
8: <laughs> you're the worst.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love, let's be let's be honest, Keith. Let's just be men here. I mean, he is. Vietnamese. F-ing amazing, right? Did you just
8: cuss, Bean?
7: I did. i never got that on And just made oh, yeah. you cuss? That was oh. a moment with Bean. Okay, he goes back. Uh, effing as if that <laughs> right. just erases it. It erased it. Erased from it. the it's record. Gone.
4: Yep.
1: That yeah, was too, uh, too little, too late right there. Yeah. Well, I apologize to everybody. And I'm sorry for that. And hopefully that will not happen.
7: There again. are definite lines you don't want to cross. I've Everybody's trying to get ratings, but uh, there's certain things you just don't do. And yeah. you know, no. I think Bean's learned his lesson.
1: A wise man said that. And I, I should have taken that to heart. I should have been better prepared today. Uh, a
3: <laughs> what a Full circle. That's awesome.
5: Exactly. <laughs> 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 they still call BS on this. I swear Bean has said shitty on the air and they all made fun of him
2: i'm pretty sure it did um and, and, and it I, was
5: before Allie. i feel like
2: i i they were on 30 years i i don't believe it either i don't believe that it's been 40 years but of all of them the one to least likely to curse would be Bean. even Chip yeah. said it
5: yeah maybe the f word like maybe it's the <laughs> first time he said fuck on the air but in I 40 swear- years calling once once we find the evidence that's going to be a strongly worded call one of these days <laughs> but well, i think Eddie's is going to have to listen to about two or three more years before we find it okay i'll keep okay. my
4: ears <laughs> open for that. so think you it's think it's
5: showbiz beat though and if you don't listen to all of them you might not hear it and it has to be from the archive like because obviously mm-hmm. the podcast and or the live airing would have cut it out but i know i remember it
2: so What you should do is probably take a couple weeks off right now. Just start researching it this whole time and then come back from those two weeks with the audio from him saying shitty.
5: I will do my very best to utilize the time I have abroad to (laughs) research that.
1: All right. Well,
2: uh, that's the podcast roundup.
1: I mean, we all love that. He's great. Yeah. Yeah.
5: That was episode 70 of Quitters Never Give Up. We will be taking a small break um, while we all have other things to do. Following in everybody else's podcast steps, except for Bean, apparently. Um, So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Quitters Never Give Up, Twitter at Quitters Never, and we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye,
3: Bye, everybody! Bye!
8: (laughs) Those are some... Oily fuckers, huh?
1: They are. And stinky. Very stinky.
8: We have
9: to start doing things that just make us look like we've got our act together here because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. What is an adult problem that nobody prepared you for?
8: Stupid people. Yeah, I know as a small child, I really thought adults were way smarter than they are. They're not. Mm Mm-mm. I die. I die. Not tea. I'm back here out and she's like, I need to take some of these. Where is his ass at? I need to take some of these off. I was like, take fucking this one off. She goes, no, that's my dad.
3: <laughs> the dog is eating some poop.
4: Poop, 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 poop,
5: poop. <laughs> oh no, what that happened to funny. Christopher? Oh no, oh god.
0: Well, <laughs> this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous.